0: So the last time that I recorded an episode about interns, my computer was spitting fire when I tried to turn it on. I'm not even exaggerating. It literally shot fire out of the back of it when I turned on the power strip. Now, that didn't happen with this episode. So I don't know if this one's going to be nearly as jaw-dropping or cool. But I do think that this episode could totally make a difference in the success that you have with your intern. yeah, Because hiring an intern is only half the battle, you actually have to train them and manage them in order to get any great work out of them. And because interns are seeking an experience, an entry-level experience at that, you have a big responsibility to help them have an experience that builds their career and and teaches them how to be great employees. We have had many, many interns over the last 17 years at Create. Some of them have been terrible, absolutely terrible. And others have been amazing. They have gone on to be staff members and one of them actually still works for us to this day. And she has been with us for, I can't even remember seven years. She was amazing. So what I'm saying is they're good, they're bad, they're everything in between. And the only thing that you can really manage is how you manage them. That's the thing that you can control. So I'm going to give you 10 intern management tips from my former interns. They actually wrote all these tips for me so I could share them with you. Let's get to business.
1: If you're a natural-born marketer, you're one lucky son of a gun. If you're like most people, marketing, especially online marketing, is about as appealing as standing in a police lineup. The MayCreate team of creatives has transformed websites and digital marketing from craptastic to fantastic since 2005. Our podcast, Marketing with Purpose, makes sense of marketing so you can make purposeful decisions instead of carrying on with the same old crap you've been doing. And now, your host, Monica Pitts, founder of May Create, with another episode on how to make your marketing not suck.
0: When I first started May Create, I always had an intern. Because I was working inside of a real estate firm and I had to do all kinds of flyers for all of the, like every open house, every listing. I was responsible for making all that stuff. And all of those things were extremely cyclical tasks. They were very routine and If you could copy and paste, you could make those flyers. I had it all templated. I had a very specific process. So those interns allowed me to be able to focus on other things like bringing in new clients and building websites and doing custom work for people that the interns were not capable of doing. And they also allowed me to actually make somewhere near the amount of money that I sort of needed to be able to eat, right? <laughs> Which for the first couple of years was hard, but, but now we've got it. We've got that. Okay. It just, just keep doing, keep doing. Okay. So through the years, I've had a lot of different interns. And two in particular actually wrote this article for me a few years ago. So I'm going to go through their 10 tips for intern management. Let's start at the top with number one. Make sure that your intern's work area is ready when he or she arrives for work. So for example, if you plan on providing a desk for your new intern, then make sure it's cleared off and prepped for their work with office supplies. Or you're going to have to show them how to set up their computer. You're going to have to show them where to find the office supplies. You're going to have to tell them what they might need. So you can anticipate those needs and you can welcome them by setting it up for them. Second, list out intern tasks and responsibilities. This is very important. They have to know what they're going to do with their job. You can't hire an intern in to be your new CFM, like chief, What, Chief Financial Marketer? No, that doesn't even make any sense. Those letters don't make sense, Monica. Okay, Chief Marketing Officer. CMO. You can't hire them in to do that because they don't know how to do that yet. They're an intern. They are starting in their career. You're giving them work experience. They are not ready to lead your whole team yet. So they need to have a very specific list of responsibilities so they know what their job is. So tasks and responsibilities might include filing or beta testing, social media maintenance, blog writing, analyzing and compiling data, researching, whatever you want them to do. But make sure it is very clear. At the beginning, I had a sheet of paper that I made a to-do list for every day for my interns with little boxes next to them and they colored them in and handed them in at the end of the day. And that's how I managed my (laughs) interns back in the day. Okay, so number 3 is create process documents or training videos to clearly explain the tasks at hand because this will make your onboarding go so much faster. And I cannot emphasize enough if you are a very busy person. If you barely have any white space in your day, hiring an intern could potentially take every last inch of white space that you have available. And at the end of the day, you might actually be more worn out if you, than if you just did it yourself. So make sure that you do have your processes documented. I always go through the processes with them at least once. I answer their questions at least once, if not twice or three times. And then when they ask me that fourth, fifth, sixth, tenth time, I look at them and I say, go back to the process document because it's in there. Do that for yourself. It will make you so much happier. And then they're actually learning. They're learning how to work on their own and how to find answers to the challenges that they're facing, which is amazing. You're giving them a great experience by momming them. Okay. So number four is have interns set goals and share expectations of what he or she wants to gain from the internship and then set your goals and share expectations for the interns. If you understand what they really want to get out of the internship, then you can make sure that you provide that for them. And you could even have them tell you these before you hire them, so that way their goals can be sure to be in line with your goals. And then always revisit them upon hiring them. So for example, if your intern's goal is to establish an online presence for a social media account, then you can share with them right off that That's what they're going to be doing. And make sure that if or if that opportunity arises, you can hand it to them. And yeah. Okay, so then number five is make sure that your new hires understand the office environment and everyone's roles. So I like to give them the assignment that they go around the office, they meet everybody and they understand what everyone does within reason. So think about introducing them to the people that they're going to interface with that are available to answer their questions. When you have a big staff, it's hard to know who to go to to ask what, and if you're not around, they need to know who to go to next. So having them make an org chart and understanding everybody's responsibilities and how their responsibilities might actually impact another person's work is awesome to do. Okay. So number six is check in early and often. Even maybe micromanage a bit more than a normal employee at first because remember that this intern is settling into the workplace. Remember what I said? Earlier, This is a new work experience for them. In our podcast, Hiring a Marketing Intern, we talked through what they do really well, what they don't do very well, and where to find them. And one of the things that I really emphasized is that if you don't want to manage this person, don't hire this person. You will have to give them a very clear process to do their job up front in order for them to be successful. And everybody wants to be successful. So walk them through their responsibilities. That way they know exactly what you're going to expect of them and make sure that you review the things that they've done after they do them. Okay, number seven is train on how to manage their day-to-day activities because attending school and juggling a part-time job and homework Still does not actually prepare people to manage their day in an office. It really doesn't. I probably Provide more training on how to keep a to do list and prioritize work and manage a calendar than I do on anything else. Time management is something you are absolutely going to be teaching your intern. Now, some people are born with amazing time management skills. And if you find an intern like that, will you send them my way because I want to hire them too? Okay. Actually, I want to hire them once you get done with their internship as a full time employee, right? Because that would be so amazing. I just love it. Oh, I love people that can manage their time. I oftentimes provide our interns with a desk calendar or a um, like a, an appointment book where they can write out all of their tasks, and then I show them specifically how to mark them off when they're complete, tell them what the next step are, and move it to the next day. Some of our interns manage their day-to-day to-do lists online with a surface called Milanote. I really like that one too. but. Show them how you want them to do it. All right. So number eight is anticipate a learning curve. Point out the things your intern does well and areas for improvement. Okay. So we don't want to be, oh my goodness. I just watched dance moms for the first time ever. Can you believe that it's 2022 and I've never watched this show? Yeah. Well, my kid was watching it. And I got totally sucked in. And then I was totally grossed out that I was even watching it. And I've now like vowed never to watch it again. But ultimately, the lady, the lead dance instructor, personer, and I don't even know her name, which is probably not a bad thing. The only thing she ever says is negative stuff. She never says positive stuff. Somebody needs to teach that lady how to give a constructive criticism sandwich. Okay? You have to lead what they did well. Like lead with it. Tell them what they did well. And then... Make sure that you let them know what they didn't do as well and why it didn't work out as well, and then tell them something else that they did well. It's a sandwich. You see how that works? You make them feel good about themselves. Otherwise, they think that everything that they did was wrong. Now, they're probably gonna zero in on the criticism because that's what human beings do, but you don't have to leave them with an entirely negative experience after reviewing their work. Make sure that you are giving them constructive criticism and that you are telling them all the things that you absolutely love, so that way they keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So number nine, keep daily tasks or projects specific. Try not to make your interns juggle as much as a full-time employee. Your intern's time is limited, and it's likely he or she doesn't have a fully de- developed skill set for problem-solving in your work environment. Those skills build with experience. Yes. So don't ask them for an article about the Olympics when what you really want is an article about the US Olympic standing in overall medal count. Like It's got to be specific, right? So I really feel like if you can give them a specific cyclical task, they are going to succeed, and they're going to get better and better at it. And then you can give them more and more responsibilities. But this if you just hire them in and you expect them to self-manage and do all these things and read your mind, they just, they are not, they can't do it yet. They can't read your mind yet. Maybe eventually they can, but they cannot right now, probably. All right, so last but not least, number 10, when hiring for school year interns, consider onboarding during the summer when they have fewer distractions and then keep them on throughout the school year. I cannot tell you, how many interns I've hired at the beginning of the school year and then just wanted to pull my hair out the entire time that I tried to manage them. Students during the school year have so many more distractions and so many responsibilities because their first priority is school. And we need to realize that when we hire them in. If you are expecting them to learn all the processes and tasks that they are going to do in their internship at the same time where they're starting all new classes. They may have moved into a new apartment. There's all these <laughs> beginning of school parties and activities that they're going to. It is not easy. They are absolutely distracted. And maybe you can find one that isn't. And I understand that sometimes, you know, the perfect opportunity isn't isn't there there isn't somebody that you can hire during the summer however if you can hire your intern and bring them in before school starts even for a few weeks and then <laughs> allow them to come into the workplace and do their job it is just it's going to be so much more productive for you they just have a lot on their plates so before i let you go let's recap these 10 intern management tips from my past interns. (laughs) They say, number one, make sure your intern's work area is ready for them when they arrive. Two. List out their tasks and responsibilities. Three, create process documents or training videos to clearly explain tasks at hand because it's going to make your onboarding go so much faster. Number four, have interns set goals and share expectations of what they want to gain from the internship and then set your goals and share your expectations for the interns as well. Number five, make sure that new hires understand the office environment and everyone's roles. Number six, check in early and often. Even micromanaging, and this is from the interns, they said even micromanaging a bit more than a normal employee at first, because remember that they are settling into the the workforce. Number seven, train on how to manage day-to-day activities because even though they have been attending school and juggling a part-time job and homework, it still doesn't prepare them to manage their day in an office. Number eight, anticipate a learning curve and point out things that your intern does well and areas for improvement. Remember, we want to have the constructive criticism sandwich. You want to compliment, constructively criticize with why, and then compliment again. And then number nine, Keep daily tasks or projects specific and try not to make them juggle as much as a full-time employee because they're not full-time employees. Even if they're there full-time, this is a new thing for them. And then number 10 is when hiring for school year interns, consider onboarding them during the summer because they have fewer distractions and then you can keep them throughout the school year and they can be a very valuable member of your time. So I want to thank Allison and Carly because they're the ones who wrote these all out for us and they are interns of yesteryear. They're like now adults on with their lives, doing amazing things. And their insight into this topic is awesome and this is a great example of something that an intern can do for your organization really really well they can help you see things from a different perspective because they have a different perspective they haven't been in your organization forever they don't know how things are done and they haven't been in the workforce forever they are a younger generation that can help us learn from their perspective so they can bring a lot of great things to your team now if you're on the fence about hiring an intern hop back over over to my hiring an intern episode, it will give you kind of the ins and the outs of what I really feel like an intern can do well for your organization. And it will also talk about who should not hire interns, like when you would not hire one. And then last but not least, I talk about where you can find interns in your community. So if you enjoyed this episode or if you learned a thing or two, will you give me a review? Because reviews help me show up when people search for the types of problems that I help folks solve in this podcast. It can help me meet more people just like you. And man, the more problems I can solve, the happier I am. So please give me a review. Thank you so much in advance. And until next time, go forth and market with purpose.
1: Thanks again for listening to Marketing with Purpose. Head over to maycreate.com, M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E.com. Yeah, you heard me right, M-A-Y-E, create.com. For podcast notes and more resources to grow your business. Don't let your marketing suck. Get your pride on Market with Purpose.